Hi, I'm Matt Langan. Thank you for joining us for today's HXGN News podcast, brought to you by Hexagon Geospatial. HXGN News is Hexagon's all-news portal that provides the latest information about Hexagon's global network of brands. It's available at hxgnnews.com, and you can sign up for monthly email updates. In today's podcast, we're speaking with Mladen Stojic, who's the president of Hexagon Geospatial. And Mladen, how are you doing today? Good, Matt. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Well, let's jump right in. I know we wanted to talk today about the new Intergraph Geospatial 2014 portfolio. So let's go ahead and talk about that from a high level. And what makes this new portfolio so unique? So as you know, Matt, we've been, uh, we've been establishing an annual cadence uh, that involves a synchronized release of our comprehensive geospatial portfolio that includes product lines that really reflect the entire uh, geospatial or geographic information lifecycle. So as things change on the Earth's surface, we have the ability to take raw content and ultimately transform it with our photogrammetric product lines to data, through our imaging product lines to information, and ultimately through our server product lines to uh, services or uh, value-added capabilities that can be extended and used on web clients, uh, mobile devices, and other solution applications moving forward. So this is, this is yet, a, yet another annual release, uh, the 2014 release, and we've really tried to focus on three key themes, those being mobility, analytics, and cloud. And you know some of the things we focused on in order to leverage those three themes are things like solving the big data problem. As, as the world changes, we have much more data, and we've looked at how we can solve the big data challenge, not only by managing and cataloging data, but by ultimately improving uh, the high throughput of data production, being able to stream and deliver large, large files, large content, being able to manage that content, and be able to fuse that multiple data sets in the form of modeling so people can get more information from, from the data that they produce. So what really makes this portfolio release unique is the fact that, once again, we've synthesized the key geospatial genres that are reflected in our portfolio, but ultimately look to solve uh, mobility issues, the ability to get content to the field and use it while being connected to the enterprise, the ability to perform on-demand analytics, so it's not just data, but it's information that can be that can be processed and ultimately delivered to end users that make sense. And it's ultimately leveraging the cloud as an enabling technology that facilitates the open sharing of information, but also the, the update of information through cloud services. So that's really the key areas of focus that we've established on for the 2014 release. That's great. And, um, you know, these themes that you're, you've, you've honed in on for this new launch that's coming up, why is it so important, these things, for organizations, you know, when it comes to mobility, analytics, cloud, big data management? What's the organizational need that's driving this change for you all? If I had to summarize uh, systematically across all the industries that we operate in and that our customers work in on a day-to-day basis, if I had to summarize one thing, it's time. As things change on the earth, we do our best, of course, to capture that change, record it, analyze it, process it, and ultimately deliver it to people who need to act and make decisions and act. That takes a lot of time. Um, unfortunately, and time is critical, and we can't afford to be delivering mission-critical systems 
that rely on the timely availability of information in order to act and make decisions. I'll give you an example. When, when a landslide occurs across a, a coastal area and there are vacation homes, there are homes, people live there, and that landslide occurs, typically the first thing that happens, people call uh, police, fire, ambulance for help. Uh, responders get on scene, get on site, and try to save lives, property, and so forth. The folks that are, are sent into the field, they need information. They need it quickly. They typically tap into the, the pool of content and information they have, but they also sometimes need information about what happened, right? Typically, you see the advent of, of, of UAV sensors flying. You need to be able to fly that data quickly, process it quickly, manage it quickly so other people can share it, get it, and deliver it, not just as data but as information. You can't afford to wait four days, five days for that life cycle to be executed. That's got to happen within an hour and minutes. So, so what we've done by leveraging cloud processing, by leveraging analytics, not just data but analytics and information through analytics, while also connecting users to the field through mobile devices, we're doing everything we can to shorten the time it takes to collect the data and ultimately get information to the people who need it in the field. That's why it's important because lives are at stake, property is at stake, and ultimately, our customer's job is to make sure that they can respond and do their jobs in a timely manner with the information they need in order to be successful. Excellent. What a great answer there, Malad, and thank you so much for those insights. Give us a rundown on your vision about innovation. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the, one of the things that I talked about at the Hexagon Conference, and I tried to make this as human as possible because I think in this day and age, we can not only position ourselves as technology providers, we have to be about the experience. Any, anyone who builds software or devices or anything for the public now needs to think about what is the experience. It's all about experience. That experience has to be human. That experience needs to be dynamic, and it ultimately needs to be easy and fun. And I think the geospatial industry has a lot to learn from, from a lot of uh, like the Apples of the world, the Googles of the world, and so forth on what it, what it means to build an experience. So starting with that notion of an experience and extending that to, to an analogy I want to use with the, the brain and, and the human body. As human beings, we have five senses. We have the ability to, to see something, to touch something, to smell something, they hear something, and we have the ability to taste something, okay? We have these five sensors as human beings that basically record information. Whether we know it or not, our brain automatically organizes, identifies, and synthesizes the information from these five sensors, and the brain processes this information in real time, okay, so that we Whatever it is we're doing, we can make decisions and we can take action. So as human beings, we are sensors. We are dynamic, real sensors that sense the world around us as things change. And we make decisions and we act upon that change. Now, having said that, let's now push that forward and then align that with what we're doing in the geospatial industry. As Hexagon, we have sensors. We have the ability to work with many sensors we have the ability to take satellite imagery from satellite sensors, airborne sensors, airborne optical, airborne LIDAR, terrestrial surveying equipment, terrestrial LIDAR sensors, mobile uh, mapping sensors, GPS, surveying equipment, handheld mobile devices. We have the ability to sense the world as it changes. But the big question is the but. 
can our customers make sense of the data we sense? And unfortunately, it's a systematic problem in the industry. It's hard to make sense of the data that is collected from sensors. As an industry, we're not as sophisticated as replicating what the human brain can do when it comes to organizing that information and ultimately deriving information so we can act and make decisions. So our vision and our, our dream and our hope moving forward is to take all of this sensory data and ultimately make sense out of it so our customers can make sense out of it. How do you do that? What are the challenges? And I've already touched on several of them. One of the problems we have and, and that the brain does not have, the brain has the ability to automatically manage the data from the sensors. We, of course, need sophisticated intelligence systems to do that metadata being critical. So we have to solve the big data problem because there's a lot of data with these sensors. Secondly, analytics. There's two sides to the analytics question. One side is the analytical processing, what we can AKA call spatial modeling or spatial analysis. But the second thing that we commonly forget in our day-to-day -day business as geospatial experts is communication. You gotta be able to communicate the results of any analytical process so that it's it's important and it's, it's relevant to someone um, who, who needs to make sense of what's happening on the Earth's surface. It could be a farmer, forester, a warfighter, a policeman, a fire truck driver, an urban planner, an engineer, a construction worker who needs to figure out where to dig before they dig. All of these people need information and they need to make sense of what's happening around them. But we as an industry have failed them in terms of providing them the information they need to make sense. And our obstacles have been a lot of data, the lack of good analytics that can leverage all of these sensor types and the data from these sensor types, and then the ability to communicate the results of that in a form that makes sense to that user. So if you ask me, what is my vision? What is Hexagon's vision when it comes to understanding our changing world? The vision is to make sense. The vision is to provide the necessary systems that our customers can use to make sense of the change that goes around them. And we plan on doing that by shortening how long it takes to really sense something and turn it into something that you can act on. That life cycle has to be shortened from months to weeks to days to hours to minutes and to seconds. That's great. I always love hearing your vision, and thank you so much for that. Now let's talk quickly about the 2013 portfolio. Um, and, how, and about how the new Intergraph Geospatial 2014 portfolio extends kind of this, the vision of this, which was really all about synchronizing all of the technologies across Intergraph's product lines. Tell us a little bit more about that. So what we've done with the 2014 is effectively build off the 2013 release. As you rightly pointed out, Matt, the 2013 release was the first time any company in this world basically delivered a comprehensive suite of products ranging from GIS, photogrammetry, remote sensing, operating not only on the desktop but on the server, the first time it ever happened, okay? So we built off that platform of success, and we've continued operationally by, by simplifying interfaces, by simplifying workflows, by streamlining how customers can fuse multiple data sources and ultimately get information. 
things like the spatial modeler, something that we introduced last year. Well, we've built on that. We added more processing capabilities, more analytical capabilities to the spatial modeler, leveraging not only raster operators, but vector operators, okay? So we've built off what we did in 2013 and extended that through 2014. Not only did we do that with the modeler, but we also exposed an SDK so people can take our modeler and do more with it, script with it, build additional operators and capabilities with it. So we're extending and moving beyond our traditional base into new users, new areas where the technology could be extended to build solutions for different industry verticals. Okay, So that's, that's one way we've built off 2013 and really launch into the 2014 platform. Another area is big data management. As you remember, in Apollo, we released point cloud data management last year. Well, this year we're, act we're, we're offering, we started with Raster the previous year in 2012, point cloud 2013. 2014 is all about feature data, vector data. So with 2014, we now offer the ability to, to find, describe, catalog, and ultimately deliver feature data as part of the Apollo solution. So we've built off 2013 and are now launching 2014 with value-added capabilities that sit on top of 2013. Moving beyond that, if you look at what we did with Geomedia last year, we replaced one of the rendering and performance subsystems in Geomedia, and we introduced a new interface. Well, this year we've added the ability to customize those interfaces and create custom workflows and custom templates inside of Geomedia. We've added a more simpler, cleaner packaging module configuration where customers can easily find the capabilities and the features they need in order to do their jobs. So once again, we've built off the same 2013 theme and extended that to beyond 2014. So we certainly used 2013 as a platform and added more capability, more value to our customers with the 2014 release. That's great. Before we sign off, Mladen, is there anything else you'd like to add? There's a lot of excitement around this release. We have a commitment to our customers to deliver annual releases. We want to stay close to the industry so that we can ultimately make sense of the world around us as it changes at a very, very dynamic rate. That's great. What a great way to end this podcast. And Mladen, we really appreciate your time today, and thank you for being our guest. And you all can learn more about Intergraph Geospatial online at geospatial.intergraph.com. And to all of our listeners today, thank you for joining us for today's HXGN News podcast. Be sure to visit hxgnnews.com to read the latest news from our global network of brands, and be sure to sign up for monthly email updates. Mm -hmm.